Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, we got another great wrestling interview breakdown. Today I was just um, flipping through, so on Flow Wrestling, Helen Marule is talking about dealing with nerves. Now, Helen just won a bronze medal at the World Championships out in Serbia. She's an Olympic champ, so we want to hear her out. We want to hear, especially when she's speaking directly about nerves, which has to do with our mindsets. We're going to do another video breakdown. Let me pull this up for you. Share screen. Wait a minute here. Pull this up. Share screen. There it is. We'll start it over again so you can see it. Even with your experience, what sort of techniques and practices do you use to calm your nerves before going out there? Yeah, it's interesting. I wasn't thinking about that directly, but I do notice that I think coaches sometimes they try and tell me to have fun. And I'm like, this is fun. Like when I go dancing, I smile. I have fun. Like I, I go when I salsa dance, like that's for fun. Like this, you can't replicate these nerves. Like I don't get this when I'm playing so, Monopoly or Scrabble. So it's like, this is. So what do I get? What do I get from that right there? Right off the bat, what I'm seeing with, with, with Helen here is that she's saying she's having, she's having fun. Like it's fun to be nervous. That's what she's saying here. It's fun to be nervous. And I think that's a great, we talk about that. That's one of our mindset lessons. We talk about reframing the nerves. And Kale speaks about this too, that you could say, I'm afraid, I'm worried, I'm scared. Or you could say, I'm spirited. I have adrenaline. I'm excited. Listen to a lot of the best wrestlers and they say they're excited. So even if she's using the word nervous, the point is that when you, when you, when you have, when you, when you've changed the way you're looking at nerves, you become a dangerous person. Now nerves become fuel for you. We all know what this feeling is like when we're competitors, that, 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 that nerves before a match, it does feel good. I could, rec- I could recall a time before I was going to compete in high school. Uh, well, the t- time I was actually hurt a little bit. You know, you get nervous before a lot of, you know, pretty much all your matches. I get nervous before all my matches. Um, 
Then I was hurt. I was out. And I remember a part of me feeling like, well, it's nice to have the day off. And then, and then I started watching my team get warmed up before the match. Cause now I'm in the stands just watching. And, and I, I start missing the things that I'm about. Right. I, and I start missing that feeling. Like I'm looking at the guys watching their faces, watching their movements. And I'm saying, I know how they feel. I know what that feels like and getting those nerves. That is a fun thing. So it's one thing to know that, but then we have to remind ourselves of that when we get into these nerve provoking situations, like a world championship, like a region tournament, like a state tournament, like a national tournament, like a wrestle off, anything that brings nerves. We want to remember that. Yes, we do. We, we do like this. And this is what Helen's saying that she likes the nerves uh, th- th- there's no, and she also brings up, there's no feeling that replicates this in the world. So you see, that's called reappraisal, by the way. If you want the technical, scientific word, for psychological word for it, reappraisal. She is, she's reappraising. She's redefining the situation, basically. Redefining what nerves mean, in a sense. Let's keep, let's keep going. Oh, new share. Let's keep it going. Okay. It says we're paused. Stop the share. Let's bring it back here. We're just getting better and better with this over time. Where I get this, so why would I want to dim that in any way? Like, it makes me feel alive. It's- she doesn't want to dim the feeling of the nerves because she likes it. Now, think about how dangerous of a person you become if you like those nerves, if you fall in love with that feeling. Like, wow, like, I get to experience this. So I actually, like, I really like the nerves. Uh- Almost, you think of, you've ever heard the term an, an adrenaline junkie? Well, it's kind of like that, except you're not doing anything dangerous, right? Like there's, there's a lot of things that, that we could be doing that we're, you know, a lot of times adrenaline junkies are doing things that are, that are seriously dangerous where they're putting their body in jeopardy that not say that wrestling isn't tough and your body could, could be in jeopardy, but overall wrestling's a safe sport. Like no one's dying doing this. Probably not chance of getting really badly hurt in one particular match or overall pretty bad. So you get to be an adrenaline junkie a little bit and, and, and in a safe situation. So that's nice. So, and I think that's what Helen is kind of saying here a little bit. Uh, when I don't perform well, I'm like, yeah, I was really relaxed. I didn't really care too much. And, and then I don't actually do great. So. Okay. So now this is an important point when she said that when, so Helen's saying here that when she's too relaxed, when she doesn't wrestle well, she finds she was too relaxed. Now, when, I, when we give our mindset lessons, wrestling mindset, we, we have to speak in terms of generalities for most people, most of the time. Okay, I have to, I have to, I'm talking to a whole audience. I can't speak to the exceptions. I need to speak to everyone, right? So I have to say, what are most people struggling with? But the reality is our mindset training is highly individualistic in terms of we're looking at what each athlete needs. Now, the principles tend to be the same across the board, right? There are certain principles and philosophies that go across the board, across all athletes. But as far as the little intricate de- details, just like no two fingers on your hand are the same, no two people are the same. You do see some similar people, but they're not exactly the same. So here's my point. When I tell a lot of people, and like her coaches, are, are, she said that her coaches say to her, you got to relax. Often, that's what most athletes, what most wrestlers need to hear to relax, because most wrestlers tend to get too amped up right? They tend to have too much anxiety. So if you know how the, um, the, uh, the, the inverted U works, the Yerkes-Dodson curve, let me see if I can pull this up for you. 
Yerkes-Dodson curve. So this is so basically this is how performance anxiety works. I'm going to show you this. This is this is an important one here. So if you look at, I'm going to here we go. Give you some stop screen share. I'm going to give you a new screen share. Take a look at this. This is the Yerkes-Dodson curve. Okay, so when you when you look at this, this this is how performance tends to work. You see the um, the the x-axis going through the the axes now. So the the x-axis is the arousal level. So the more to the right you move, the more nervous you are. High anxiety, high arousal, high excitement. Now you look at the y-axis, the performance quality, how well you perform. So if you notice when you're at this part down here, I don't don't know if you could see with the boredom or the apathy, that's when, when when your arousal level is too low. Okay, so you don't do that well when you're bored or apathetic. When you then you look all the way over, then you look, it starts going up. The more excited you get, the more aroused you get, the more um, energy you get. It starts going up. Your performance level rises. And then once it gets past a certain optimal point, now it starts going down the more nervous you get. And we go into high anxiety. So when you look at the, the far right, high anxiety, high anxiety, low performance, that's where a lot of people tend to be. That's where a lot of people tend to be at one point in time or another in their career. Uh, we're not saying this is true for everyone, but that's where a lot of people tend to be. So that's why for most coaches, most of the time, it's better to tell the kids to relax and just be calm. And then of course you got to give the exercises on how to do that. So that's why you would say to most people re- uh, relax because we want to get them to this optimal level, this golden mean, so to speak of performance right now. There, there's something, there's something interesting here. So, so that's why each, and, and Helen knows where she needs to be. She knows where her optimal level is. There's a lot of top athletes where they kind of have a feel of where they're on a, on a scale of one to 10, where they should be right now. They'll know. It's like, I'm kind of, they, I'm not saying they can articulate this. They, they might, if they know they need to be at a level seven and they feel they're at a level nine, they'll know they got to bring themselves down a little bit or They'll get a feel, I know I need to be at a level seven, but I'm at a four. I got to get myself more fired up, right? Again, I'm not saying they're looking at it in terms of numbers, though some people do look at it in terms of numbers. You can do that if that works for you. But knowing where that optimal level is, and it's and it's hard to do that without having many, 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 many competitions or putting a lot of time into figuring this out what has worked in the past and what will work in the future. This is what we talk about with building a pre-match routine. Everything we do with our pre-match routine is designed to get you to this optimal level, whatever your personal optimal level is. Now, interesting also with this, with this Yerkes Dodson curve is that when there's simple and complex tasks, if it's, if it's a simpler task, the curve tends to shift to the left on a simple, no, no, it shifts to the right on a simple task. The whole graph shifts to the right. Let me see if I could find you a graphical depiction of this, because that would be that would be helpful here. Yerkes Dodson curve. Three. It's nice. It's nice to see when you have the three graphs all together. Um, pull all these images up. Complex. Let's see. Complex task. Simple task. Images. There we go. This is what we're talking about. Okay. It's good we didn't pull this up. At first, I was going to say, I should have had this stuff already ahead of time. Maybe I should have, but this would have been confusing if you saw this right away. Okay. So let me share this screen. 
Okay. So, <laughs> what you just looked at before in the Sierra Dodson curve was this middle graph, the, the yellow, what you're looking at here in the yellow. That's the optimal anxiety level for a medium task. Now, notice, if a task is very, is very difficult, you need to be more relaxed. The green, see the green, how the... The, the, all don't pay attention to the to the red one right the red graph right now but if you're looking at if you're at a medium task is yellow that's average tasks if a task is difficult the the whole graph shifts to the left and now it's green so what does that mean that means a higher level that means you hit your optimal point earlier that means the that means anxiety is going to be really tricky because the more nervous you get it, you you're you're going to hit your optimal point a lot faster so you have less room for error there. So now here's here's what we're talking about. When you're dealing with a less experienced wrestler, when you're dealing with a high school wrestler, even a lot of college wrestlers, we might be very we might be very good or pretty good, but it's it's still not necessarily the elite. So what's going to happen is we're going to get overly nervous. So that means wrestling, especially then when pressure's on the line, wrestling tends to shift from a medium task to a difficult task. Especially if you're wrestling under pressure. So now you have to be more careful with anxiety. You don't you really don't want to get anxious quickly. That's so why am I saying this? Because back to what, what Helen was saying, why do most coaches just tell you to relax? Because when wrestling shifts from a medium task to a difficult task, you you your anxiety is really you have such a fine line of of arousal level, of energy level, that you don't want to get too nervous at all. Look how look how little your nerves have to be. For, for an optimal anxiety level for a difficult task. Now, don't look at the green anymore. Now, let's, now let, me, let me bring up a different point. Now let's talk about Helen Maroulis. Helen Maroulis is an Olympic champion and multiple-time world medalist. She's a great wrestler. So for her, wrestling may shift from a medium task to an easy task or an easier task. In other words, as you get to these elite levels, there's not nearly as much thinking. Wrestling just be- it becomes more simple. So Helen is pro- so now. What happens? Look at the yellow graph. That yellow graph now shifts to the right. Okay, so now what do you notice about anxiety? You need more anxiety for an optimal performance. And this is why a lot of times elite performers. I'm not talking about the the average. We're talking about the elite of the elite performers need to do things to get themselves more nervous. Okay, go go back to what Michael Jordan said in, what was the documentary on him? Whatever it was. He needed to find different ways to get himself fired up for a game. Why? Because basketball over time became an easy task. You know, this this is stuff right here that you might have never heard before. This is stuff that a lot of people just don't know about. Well, I'm I'm happy to educate you on this, and I I found this super interesting myself. I love this stuff. But look look what you see, Michael Jordan with basketball becoming an easy task. In order to be at his optimal level, he needs to be more nervous than average. He needs a higher energy level than average. I'm not saying this is a guarantee, but I'm saying that look at the science or look at the science or look at the psychology. Look what Helen Marula said. She said she doesn't want to be too relaxed. Well, that makes sense because for her being too relaxed, she's not going to be performing as well. She's going to be she's going to be very low on the curve. She is going to have to get herself more excited for it. So all the all the stuff being said, 
you know, we can look at all the charts we want. You don't even have to look at the charts, right? Sometimes you look at this, it gets a little bit confusing. What I will say is you need to know what your optimal energy level is before a match. You need to determine that way before the match. That's what we do with our mindset exercise, best matches, worst matches. We have you write down your best three matches and your worst three matches and what exactly you were thinking before and during those, the, those matches and then find the common patterns of the best matches and find the common patterns of the worst matches and then see, do more of what works, do less of what doesn't work, right? So you have that. You're going to use that, that mindset exercise that we do to determine what your optimal level of arousal is, of energy, of what you need to be, what exactly you need to be thinking and telling yourself and doing. You do that exercise and then you build that into it. Then that builds, what we build on top of that is a pre-match routine. And that's you doing things and telling yourself things that are going to get you to that optimal level that you already determined. And then what you're going to do is you're going to practice that pre-match routine one or two, at least one or two days a week. That's, that's how you get organized and prepared to be at that optimal level of, of nerves, of arousal. So again, what Helen's coaches were telling her with relaxing, I'm not saying she's saying they're wrong, but, but, you know, a coach would naturally say relax because most people, anxiety isn't working for you. It's working against you. Once you have ultra elite performers, very frequently, the anxiety is helping you. Like I said, you can put all the graphs to the side and just look at, you need to know what works for you to get you to your optimal point. Helen might need to be more fired up. You might need to be more calm and relaxed. It doesn't matter. Who, who cares? Like, who cares what that says about you? And in my mind, whatever I need to be, if I need to be relaxed, I want to be relaxed. If I need to be mad, I want to be mad. If I want to be, you know, laughing and smiling, I want to be laughing and smiling. But I have to figure out what works for me. So Helen here clearly knows what works for her. She knows when she's too relaxed, she doesn't do as well. So that's not contradicting all the things we talk about with wrestling mindset. In fact, that's that's adding to it. That, that's confirming that people need to get to where they're good at. So excellent. Let's go back to sharing that screen. That's a good for me. That's unique to you. I'm sure that I'm sure I, I think at this level you honestly you like love winning, you love the sport, and I think you have to love like the nerves and the pressure. Talks about loving. Not, so here, this is actually a great point. Um, the announcer asked, "Do you think this is true for everyone?" And she said, "At this point, you have to love the sport, and you have to love the feeling." So think about that. It's it's more than just, you know. I, I'm sure we've all thought about this like for a moment in our head, but but you really want to lean into this a little bit and 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 really soak that up. This is one of our mindset exercises that we do. What are the things we like about wrestling or what are the things that we love about wrestling? Making a list about practice, about competition, tournaments, about dual meets. So you have to love the feeling. And that's one of the things we help the wrestlers do to become consciously aware and remind themselves. We all know from time to time the things we like about wrestling, but then we want to remind ourselves in the, in the appropriate moments, in the opportune moments, in the moments you need them most, when you're fearing the, feeling the pressure, when you're feeling burnt out, when you're feeling tired, bored, lazy, or peer pressured to start making decisions you shouldn't be making, that's when we go back to, hey, this is, I, I do love this. I, I, I don't just, I, don't, I love the sport. I love the feeling. I love all the things that go with it. doesn't mean I love every single aspect of, of, of it, but there are things about wrestling. There are things about performing. Yes, there's even things about the nerves, 
that I love. And Helen's acknowledging that, that you, 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 at this level, you're passionate about the sport and you're passionate about the feeling, the nerves that go with it. See the, the old, the old saying is that it's okay to have butterflies in your stomach. As long as those butterflies are flying in formation. Well, that's exactly what she's saying here. In, in one way or another, I, I really do. I, I think you'll burn out if you don't like you see, um, athletes and it's like oh my god they could have been so great but they just said one day they didn't want to continue and it's like yeah if you, if you don't enjoy this whole process it's draining if you don't enjoy the whole process it's draining so again what helen's saying is that finding you know she's not saying it directly but it's built into here you have to enjoy the whole process you have to find things i'm not saying you like every single aspect of the training the the, the competition every single aspect we all, but people are, we're all very good at knowing what we don't like about certain things. We're all good at complaining. We have to get good and we have to get better at finding even the little things that we enjoy about the process, about the competition, about the feelings, about the, you know, the cutting weight, about the getting to bed early and getting up early, about the hard training about the, the one more time, that one more rep that you're always doing. It's, it's hard. It's hard, but you have, to enjoy, you have to find ways to enjoy the whole process. Otherwise, like Helen said, you get burnt out. That's why we have that exercise, making that list. What do I like about practice? What do I like about competition? What do I like about tournaments? Uh, whether it's dual meet or tournaments, you got to be aware of it. Like it's really, it's like taxing. Uh, so... I mean, it's not the hardest thing ever, but like it is, you know, it's way easier if you enjoy it. It's way easier if you enjoy it. So it's excellent. That's a great, great interview with Helen Marules. Sheds a lot of light on different um, mindset topics. So, and we even got into some of the, the deeper psychological structures going on there. So make sure you, uh, you stay with us. We'll do more great video breakdowns and we'll see you soon. Mindset makes the difference. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.